This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod speaking here. Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of all things that is pro wrestling from AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, National Wrestling Alliance, many promotions, matches, wrestlers, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod, folks. So here we are once again after, what, a week since I did a a little episode for all of you guys. I got some interesting topics that kind of got in my intention. So let's talk about the first one. As you know, the wrestling world has been buzzing over the partnership with AEW and Impact Wrestling. Now, for some of you ask, why are they doing this partnership? Well, that kind of is the point. You see, as you know, WWE is more of a global force that, can, that is out there to abolish any promotion that makes them go out of business. For example, if you guys don't know what I'm referring to, look what happened with NXT UK. Many of the promotions had to run out of business because their top talent are now in NXT UK. But Impact Wrestling and AEW can make a good partnership for several reasons. Now, if you guys have been aware of this, there have been wrestlers that have been in Impact Wrestling, such as uh, Santana and Ortiz, uh, Brian Cage, um, who else I can think of? Oh, yeah, and the Young Bucks. And I can name a few, but, oh, yeah, and the Lucha Brothers. But, however, this is very interesting. Now, this whole thing began when Kenny Omega successfully beaten John Moxley for the AEW title. Now, there was no indication what was the real intentions. What is going on? But I do feel like they're throwing Kenny Omega to become... He did say that he is a collector of sorts. Like, for example, if you collect comics, you know you want to collect the rare comics. Like, the very first issue of Spider-Man or the X-Men or Fantastic Four or Captain America. That, that sort of thing. That's one of those reasons that it was happening. So, what Kenny's real attention is is to obtain every championship that he has. Now, the plans from what I'm hearing that is coming, they want to throw in a world title versus world title match. That means Kenny Omega versus um, the current Impact Wrestling champion, uh, Rich Swan. And I'm kind of very curious... Where they can go with this. Not because I say so. It's because I can visualize exactly what they're trying to do. Now, Kenny can... This is like what we've seen with the Jacob or Austin Aries who collected all those titles. That is one of those things that kind of gets me going. And as you know, I don't... It, this is something interesting. As you know, recently, Kenny Omega uh, is currently the... Triple A Mega Championship, or as he liked to call it, the Triple A Omega Championship. But I'll talk about that match a little later. But this thing is kind of interesting. Now, here's the way I picture this. Now, go with me. Let's say Kenny does obtain the Impact World Championship. There is one guy who will not tolerate his appearance, and that person is none other than Moose, who he is the self proclaim TNA world champion. Now, 
you all know, if you guys are big Impact fans or you guys follow Impact, you know the history. Prior before becoming Impact Wrestling, they were known as TNA, which is an acronym for Total Nonstop Action. Uh, that title, that name is no longer exists, and the world title is deactivated. It's not even worth. Now, if you guys don't know what I'm referring to, those who are new to this podcast, I'll give you a brief history of what I'm referring to. Before the start of the pandemic, Moose had an issue that Impact Wrestling were having one of those um, one-event shows coming up during WrestleMania week with uh, WrestleCon called TNA, There's No Place Like Home. They They booked many of the wrestlers who are involved for that particular show. And Moose had a problem with the fact that people were talking about the TNA uh, stuff. And he says he's sick and tired of it. People need to shut up and start talking about Moose. So he started going on a rampage to kill, to, or should I say beat up, the, the TNA stars of that time. Now, however, as you know what happened with the pandemic, that show completely canceled. Now, this is what happened. We were supposed to have an Impact World title. It was supposed to be a triple threat match. It was supposed to be Tessa Blanchard versus um, Eddie Edwards versus Michael Elgin. Now, Michael Elgin showed up, and he was demanded it. He's been declared the Impact World title, the Impact World champion. However, Moose shows up with what was supposed to be in storage, the TNA World title. So he's saying that the TNA World title is more important. He said he beat everyone. It's like, no, you beat you, you may have beaten the TNA wrestlers, but you never beaten them for the title. So he was going through all this delusion for months. He's been doing it. However, when EC3 took that title, it kind of made him go crazy and all this, and he obtained it back. Now, however, he right now he's in a storyline where he's saying that, Rich Swan, you may be the Impact World title, but that title is the second title in Impact Wrestling. He's declaring that the TNA World title is the number one title in the Impact in Impact Wrestling. However, that title is not completely open. Now, if you guys are saying, wow, that's pretty interesting, it is. However, now let's say for the sake of argument, let's say that Kenny does beat Rich Swan and he obtains the Impact World title. Let's say Moose gets in Kenny Omega's face. This is what I, I would predict. He tells him that he is not a true champion, that he is an entitled brat because of Don Callis. Moose has declared himself as the god of wrestling. If you guys are true wrestling fans, you should know the true god of wrestling is none other than Carl Gotch. He is the true god of wrestling. But Kenny is now in that same predicament where he's about to step up to become the god of wrestling. But Don Cows will tell Moose to shut the hell up. He is no champion. That title is nothing. But however, Kenny would say, you know what? I want that title in my collection. So Moose would be probably could lose the title, but he has no one to blame but himself for running his mouth, saying that he is the true champion. Uh, hello, you never met a guy like Kenny. Kenny, he, in the other hand, he's been IWGP heavyweight champion two-time. He's been a tag team champion. He's been... Six man never open with champion for many promotions, especially in Japan. But that's the way I see it. But if you guys see it that way, I I I'm sure you guys will be so happy to hear that about what they could do with plans with Sting. So I mean, uh, with Kenny Omega. 
Now, let's talk about the recent thing that I'm talking about with Kenny Omega. As you know, Kenny Omega not only obtained, has in his possession the AEW World title, he also has the Omega, I mean, or should I say the AAA Mega Championship from AAA. He put that title on the line this past Sunday on December 12th against one of AAA's top stars named Laredo Kid, and he is the current cruiserweight champion now you probably said wait a minute wait a minute j-rod if what you're saying about this kid named laredo kid that he is a cruiserweight champion then why is he facing a guy who is um a much bigger champion well anything can happen you know it, it the rules don't apply that much you see they don't have like uh, the term world uh, like heavyweight t uh, championship they don't have that they don't actually Put that in, in the terms in their titles. But the match was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, Kenny obtained that title last year when he fought against his predecessor, which was Ray Phoenix. Now, that title hasn't been when Ray Phoenix was champion. He hasn't put that title on the line for the year. And now we're in that same predicament with Kenny. Now, if I was Kenny, I, if I were you, I would put the title on the line. Try to put it out there so you don't drop criticism but if you guys ask why is he there well triple a and aw have a partnership now we're yet to see wrestlers from triple a to go to aw but i would love to see that as you do not know uh the lucha brothers are the current triple a world tag team champions and they beat the, the young bucks for those titles during their terms in a wrestling event in in triple a excuse me So, yeah. Now, you can still see this event if you can. If you can find clips of it or links or a streaming way to watch it. It was a good match. But the way this match ended was unbelievable. Kenny Omega applied an avalanche one-wing angel. If you guys don't know what that is, an avalanche is when you're on top of the middle turnbuckle or, or even higher. You apply your move. And that's very powerful to put your opponent down. And he did it. As soon as the match won, the title was presented by the president of um, of the Wrestling and Boxing Commission, El Fantasma, who is in fact the real-life father of current NXT star and the Cruiserweight champion, Santos Escobar. So it was pretty cool. Now, it's still undetermined who will be the next challenger. I'm sure there's a lot of wrestlers that would want to challenge Kenny Omega, for the AAA Mega Championship, or should I say the Omega Championship. That is something we can see happening. You know what I mean? So I'm excited for what they're going to go with that. Now, related to what happened with AEW, you may have heard about the recent ratings that took place this past Wednesday. This, this ratings was, I have to say, for AEW, was the highest one so far in almost... A year I will review the ratings right now if you may or may not have heard AEW had nine hundred and ninety five hundred nine hundred and ninety five thousand views this past Wednesday but however the ratings for the 18 to 49 demographic it's a point four five the highest one so far now NXT on the other hand they had about six hundred and fifty nine thousand with the rate of 
0.17 on the 18 to 49 demographic. But you guys ask yourself, wow, how is that possible? They put on a good show on many occasions because apparently uh, they kept up to many of the shows I did. For example, one of them is Sting, he who you know, AEW is being broadcast a T uh, on TNA, and Sting was on TNA when WCW. That's it. So the real question is, can they really reach the 1 million mark? They haven't done that for almost a year since they first broadcast AEW Dynamite on October 2nd of 2019. That is something that we haven't seen for a long time. Can AEW pull it off? The real question is, can they top what they did this past week? That's a question that is still... Out in the open, we're still waiting what's going to happen. Uh, I do expect that Kenny Omega is going to be there and all this. I'm excited for this coming week. So I don't know how you guys would feel about it. But however, that doesn't end there. Because of the relations now with AEW and Impact Wrestling, it appears that the viewership for Impact Wrestling beat out NXT. You probably say, yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute, J-Rod, wait a minute, wait a minute. Impact Wrestling's on Tuesdays, not Wednesdays. True, but however, NXT are having a hard time keeping up with their viewerships and the ratings. Now, here's the viewership they got for that this past Tuesday on Impact. 750,000 views. Let me repeat, NXT. 659,000 views. You're, you'll be you're probably saying, what the fudge? For real, J-Rod? Yes, it's for real. Impact Wrestling beat out NXT in the viewership. Now, I'm not sure about the ratings. Because if you guys know this, not a lot of people watch Impact Wrestling. They only get like maybe over 100,000 views. Which is not a problem. I mean, if you guys follow Impact Wrestling, like myself or any other person out there but yeah that's how it is the the reason their viewership went high is because of kenny omega making appearance but however can they go a little higher yes because this is how i see it how many of you guys would like to see aew stars go to impact wrestling to do like a, a somewhat of an invasion angle if you guys are familiarized with that back in the early 2000s WCW invading WWE. That is something I would love to see. If they pull that off, Impact Wrestling's ratings will go to the go higher, better than NXT, and I'm guarantee you, Impact uh, AEW will have the same reverse thing like that. So I'm excited to see where they're gonna go. So if you're an NXT fan, I understand like you're saying, but WWE is the number one promotion. True. But let me tell you this. This is something that you guys may or may not understand. NXT will be nothing more than a, a Della Metal program. Meaning it's a minor league program for wrestlers to go to one day to Raw or SmackDown. That's what it'll always be. That's the reason the ratings are, are always down. AEW is a single entity on its own. They don't need to. They're not under the WWE umbrella. NXT is. Now, let's say if NXT wasn't on the WWE umbrella. Well, they would be successful. But, however, we have seen NXT and AEW succeed even when we're not head-to-head. -head. We saw that a couple of weeks ago during the finals of the NBA championships. And it worked. 
And you're probably saying, well, can AEW actually uh, move? No, because NXT, not no, they cannot. Reason is, they don't want to compete against, the network doesn't want them to interfere. They want to see them successful, but not to lose the spot to um, the NBA or any other sports on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's the reason. Now, NXT can move, but however, it's Vince who will not tolerate AEW's existence whatsoever. You probably asked me this, like, on a, on a way, but wait a minute, Jerry, what do you mean they won't tolerate? Easy. They want to be the only promotion that, you know, be the dominant force. That's always been the case for them. So, as long as that happens, it's never going to move. Not by Vince, but the network does have this, the final say, according to several experts in this subject. So, I think that we got that part out of the way. Let's talk about... The re recent appearance of the icon Sting. Now, if you guys are not fans of Sting, then you better get the hell out of my bus. I've been a Sting fan since I remember when he was in that surfer-looking style. You know, the flat-top blonde hair, you know, with the different paint face makeup covering maybe towards his eyes and all that. That was the Sting I remembered growing up. I was a fan of that. And then until he became known as the Crow version on all that. I've been a fan of Sting all my life. Now, when Sting made the biggest shock a week or two weeks ago on AEW Dynamite, it blew up the entire wrestling world out in the open. People were talking about Sting being on AEW. Sting merchandise were being sold. Less than 24 hours the Sting merchandise sold more than any other product in pro wrestling tees. And it was unprecedented because it was no surprising that not too long ago, Sting's merch from WWE has been pulled. And now it's been uh, told that he is assigned with AEW. But what you guys don't know, it's been revealed that Sting already signed with AEW for almost a month. And I have to say, Tony Khan, you get kept the best secret away from us to surprise us with a very legendary wrestler that many fans, especially the nostalgic fans like myself, could appreciate and love seeing one last time. Now, however, some of you people ask right now, the last time I may have talked about this or so, if I, I think I might have mentioned this on my previous podcast. I did. However, people are questioning Sting's reasons of being in, uh, in AEW. Are we going to see Sting wrestle? I don't know. If you guys know this, he's 61 years old. But we weren't sure if he was cleared to wrestle. Now, you know how these WWE freaking doctors are so such a bunch of scumbags that lied. I mean, look what happened with Brian, Daniel Bryan. He wanted to be cleared. I mean, he was willing to leave to wrestle somewhere else if he didn't get cleared. What if that's what WWE do? They just falsify the whole thing. But however, it's still no indication what he's doing. This past Wednesday, he showed up. Arn Anderson just tells him, I just want to know if you're real. I know you have an agenda, and so do you, Cody. So he took himself out. So did Tony Schiavone. But however, Sting asked him, for once again, please do the, it's Sting! 
which he did. Now, however, Cody was under the impression that he was there for him. But Sting said that he's not, at least not right now. But he did state that there was something familiar about his presence in AEW. Something very familiar. If you guys don't know what I'm referring to, he looked at Darby Allen, who's up in the, in the upper stairways, sitting down. Does that sound familiar to you guys by any chance if you guys are Sting fans? Hold on a second. Bueno. Uh, trae my jacket in the box. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, that was just my father bringing, asking me what I want to eat, so I'm going to eat some Jack in the Box once I'm done talking on this podcast. Now, however, now let me talk about this. Darby Allen was sitting in the upper area of the, of the stands. Does that sound familiar for you Sting the hardcore fans out there like myself? Oh, yes. Now, the speculation is, is that Sting could take Darby Allen under his wing. Maybe be a manager. I'm not sure. But I'm all for it. Now, the real question is, how would they introduce it? How would Darby Allen and Sting work together? That is a valid question. Because here's the thing. Let's look at what happened with Darby Allen and Cody. Cody said that not a lot of people think he would be the face of of AEW or, or TNA. But he proved them wrong when he beat Cody for the TNA championship. What if Sting sees something in him that not a lot of people? Because we can say, look, Taz can say, oh, Darby Allen, he's a piece of shit. You know, he's nothing. He's worthless. He doesn't deserve anything. But what if you have someone like the icon at his corner? How Taz is going to deal with that? What if, Ta- what if Sting decides to form his own group that he managed? Who would I pick by, uh, to be on his side? Well, I don't know. But I say right now, focus on Darby Allen. If that's the speculation you're going with. Now, is he planning to return to the ring? I'm not sure. There was this talk not too long ago that people say he should face Jericho. I mean, I have to say he never once in his career, not in WCW or in WWE, He's ever faced him. I know they have come across each other in the past, bump into each other, but they never faced. And that kind of draw me, you know what? That is a good idea. Have those make Sting's final match with Jericho. I would I'm I would be all for it, but however, can he be clear to wrestle Jericho? The answer to that, we just gotta wait and see where that can go. Now, continuing on with Sting, he did state it with Cody. He did sign a multi-year contract with AEW. He said he's going to spend a lot of time there. But he did state it to Cody before he left. See you around, kid. When he was embracing him. So it's still unclear. Many fans are like speculating or going, what is Sting doing here? What is this? I think that's he did not specify why he's there. And I think that's a good thing. We have to guess what he's doing. Now, like I said, I, I'm speculating that he could have Darby Allen under his wing. Do I see it happen? Yes. Because he seems like he's 
there was a clip prior before this thing happened where Darby Allen was in some sort of doctor's office showing pictures of all the wrestlers like Starks, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Cage, and then there's an image of Sting, and he just had that smile on his face. That is something I would love to see happen. That's my speculation. So for you guys, speculate really good. Now, if you want to take my word for it, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to judge people. But if you have a much better speculation of what Sting is really up to, I would like you guys to figure leave that on my YouTube channel if you like. Or you can find me on uh, or leave it on the uh, on DWZ podcast at tw- at the Twitter page where you can find me there. So if you guys want to leave that, that's fine. I do have a uh, a Twitter page is at DWZ podcast. So you can find me there and subscribe there. I hardly put any stuff, but I feel I need to start doing that because I've been catching up with a lot of wrestling. Now, finally, let's talk about the recent controversy that took place this past week as well. As you know, Vince McMahon sent a lot of the big wrestlers for additional training. But however, one particular wrestler was the one name, was the last name I did not expect to hear that they have to set back to the performance center. And I'm talking about none other. Bask in your glory. That's right. Keith Lee. I was like going, what the fuck? Why are you sending this guy to the PC center? The dude is athletic. I mean, look. You've seen what this guy can do for a guy his size. Even Mark Henry praises him. That a guy like him can do this type of thing. What was Vince thinking? I mean, I would be pissed. To hear something like this, I'm like, I'll be, really, Vince? You're going to send this guy who's that good? But we got to speculate certain things. This is coming from the, the Squirt Circle Psycho Babble that they made a good, valid point. What if he there was maybe a spot or two on two different occasions that he might have messed up? Well, we could take that under consideration. But... I can't remember. I don't watch Raw or SmackDown because I feel like it's not the same promotion that I watched when I was a kid. I don't know how you guys would feel if, if people who are in, uh, in your age. And I know I have people between 23 and 26 on my analytics. A- a- analytics or whatever they call it. But if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, pay close attention. Because that's always been the key thing for me. Why would Vince send a guy like Keith Lee? The first time I saw Keith Lee, I was impressed. I heard his name through Sammy Guevara's vlogs, and then I've been following him all over the independent scenes, and I'm like, wow, this guy's amazing, a guy for his size. I'm like, wow, I like this guy already. And I always did predict that he is going to be a huge star in WWE, but however, the one thing that gets me off is and Vince. Vince has the tenacity to do all kinds of bullshit things that happens. If you guys know what I'm talking about. He buries wrestlers who he feels are not giving him the attention like or bringing out the attention that he wants. Th- that's basically me talking right there because that's always been Vince's dilemma. 
But, however, we just got to wait and see what happens. Let's see how this plays. If there is a chance we could see Keith Lee in WrestleMania, that it is something I'm willing to talk about. I don't know how you guys would feel about it, but I do. Do I see him that he has a chance to maybe become either the WWE champion or the NX or the Universal champion? I don't know. But I would love to see what happens with Keith Lee. I'm a Keith Lee fan. That's why I always wake up saying, bask in your glory. That's right. So I think that's pretty much it for these amazing topics that I talk about. I hope you guys enjoy hearing me talk about pro wrestling in certain levels. And right now, if you guys follow me on my YouTube channel, which is Deleted Wrestle Zone, uh, I just recently released two videos in a matter of two days. One with the New Japan stuff with uh, the finals of the World Tag League between um, the Who Wins uh, the Best of Super Juniors, the World Tag League, and then we have New Japan Strong for Detonation, their latest tour, and then finally the Super J Cup. And of course, I reviewed the two big events that uh, Impact Wrestling and AAA has done, which is Final Resolution and Triple Mania 28. So all of the videos, I, all the YouTube, all my YouTube stuff are there. I got up to 172 episodes, and I'm still making more. Uh, today I have no YouTube video to upload whatsoever until maybe Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. That all depends on everything that's happening. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode talking about you know the partnership with AEW and Impact Wrestling, Kenny Omega and all this other stuff. So I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang.